We're Travis and Brad, and this is I Must Stand. I Must Stand is more than just a podcast, and it's more than a YouTube series. I Must Stand is a commitment. I Must Stand is a resolve to take the responsibility needed to keep both feet in the game, moving towards the future that's worth living. We help men gain clarity on their aim and break the mindset that they are defined by the space between. The I Must Stand mindset is having a constant awareness of the times in one's life that they fall into patterns of victimhood and realizing that taking responsibility is the only way out. We provide transformational events and coaching for men, equipping them to take responsibility for their faith, family, body, and business. Let's dive in. So I'm going to have Brad introduce our guest, the first guest on our podcast so far. I'm super excited to have it. Some of the stories I've been hearing already are just absolutely wild. Brad, go ahead and introduce our guest. Yeah, so Travis and I have been kind of doing this podcast for a little while between the two of us, but I've been following Coach Luke and his journey over the last couple of years, and he's been very heavy on my mind. He's a great coach. He's the owner of A&E Coaching out in Las Vegas. A tremendous guy with a great story. So, Coach, kick us off with where you've been, where you're at, where you're headed, and what type of mindset it took for you to get there. Oh, okay, great. Hey, thank, first of all, thank, thank you for having me on, guys. I, I love everything that you guys are doing. I see it pop in my feeds and stuff, so it's awesome. Um, where I've been, uh, on the short note, I used to live inside of California, running my own uh, restoration, carpet cleaning, and janitorial business. We were I lived there my whole life for 39 years, 38 years inside of Barstow, California, man. And uh, there was one day uh, an event happened, and suddenly so me and my son, and I went home and I told my wife, I said, it's time for us to go do something different. And we sold everything, reallocated the assets, packed it all into a a U-Haul and I went from owning a restoration company and doing part-time co- personal development coaching to uh, becoming a professional boxer and running my personal or what we call per, uh, performance development, my performance company for about uh, the last year, year and a half, man. And so that's been a whole, it's been a wild journey, dude. We, uh, my, my goals, my goals working for man, I'm going to lock in two more, you know, large companies and just keep the, performance coaching going yeah. i love it it's what i'm built for man and fighting but i do that to keep me shape so keep, keep me sharp so yeah that's probably go hand in hand the fighting the business the success all of the things it takes to become this like superhuman or this version of yourself that you had in your mind's eye that you've had to work your way towards like what did that look like for you like what was the pivotal point that you were able to look at what you, where you were and where you wanted to be and that tension between it. How did you close that gap? Um, so that what I'm very big on what's called an honest self-assessment of who I am. And I never did that before. And the person who I always imagined myself to be was not the person I actually was, if that makes sense. So inside of men, what I found, cause I've coached hundreds of men also, um, it's very often that we have a, uh, misconception of who we are and how we show up and it's called like gassing ourselves up in reality like there's we fall 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 very short of what that idea is um in, re- in reality so what happened to me is i i came to the conclusion that um integrity right integrity and had nothing to do with what i said out loud and everything to do with the silent little promises i made in my head 
I'm going to get up this time. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. All those little things that I said no one knew about that I didn't keep were, were literally the things that were killing me. So I was overweight again. I'd lost weight, done, lost all those things. Personal development coach, overweight, sitting there. And I was like, man, the fundamental revert, and I'm big at reverse engineering. The first thing I had to do was start keeping my word. And that was getting up inside the morning, man. Jocko talked about hitting your alarm clock. I used to preach it, preach it, preach it. And then I started actually applying it. I'm like, that was the very first step for me was doing what I said I was going to do, even when no one, or when people are like, oh, you're tired. You worked all night. No, nah, man, I said, be up at 430. I've got one hour of sleep. Let's go. And that transpired into where I am now and where I'm going. Yeah, you shared earlier before, I mean, there's a big body transformation from where you were a couple years ago to where you are now. Talk, give a little bit more detail with that. Our body is a reflection. So uh, what is all a six pack reflects on a human body is a six pack. It's not necessarily a reflection of performance. And so how a person looks and trust me, dude, I did bodybuilding. I was overweight. This is what's crazy. I was overweight, 250 pounds, lost it all and did a bodybuilding contest. Gained it back, thinking that I looked how I looked at the contest for like 10 years. I would lose it, gain, and then literally found myself at 240 pounds again. And what I found is how I could make myself look had nothing to do with what really, what really mattered. And what really mattered is how do I perform? How does my body perform, right? Because I, I could literally bench press 315 pounds like 20 times, right? And put my belly hanging out and go drink a bottle of vodka and talk about how great I am. But I couldn't tie my shoes without breathing heavy. And so I got to a point where I'm like, performance is everything. Like, can I outlast the person I was yesterday? And if I keep doing that consistently, what can I become? And so like, that's where my mind shifted. And so boxing, when I saw boxing, I had energy towards it because I, I was actually, a, I was a big guy, but big guys can't do anything. I'll tell you that right off the bat. So I started learning how to control myself under pressure oh my goodness there's so much pressure going on so much pressure going on and then my body began to reflect the amount of performance that i was i was expanding does that make sense so like yeah. the body was now reflecting what i'm able to do and i went from not able to walk on a treadmill on an incline at three to like the you know two months ago i was just like my wife would we had to make an agreement like when you leave the house to go on your run which is normally it's a three and a half mile run i run from my house to the m casino and back three and a half mile run Sometimes I get to the end casino and I'm like, this darkness calls and I'm like, I'm gonna run to Las Vegas. He's like, what? And I'm like, shop caller, I'm like, hey, I'm at the Bellagio. It's like 20 miles away from our house. Like, What'd you do? I was like, I just went on a run. So like my brain, the only way I was able to do those things was because I consistently walked, walked, walked. And so creating a, a frequency and then increase the intensity over time, never went backwards. So that's kind of where where my brain went in regards to my body transformation, but the transformation of the body, I have to become, I have to act like I'm this before I become this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Love yeah. it, man. Another thing that you, you hit on that we are really big about and we talk about often is being honest with yourself and the self-reflection, right? We, we spend a lot of time saying, jumping into the things that we don't know that we don't know about ourselves, which is why having a coach in our corner is such a big deal. You know, talk about why that, that reflection and, and diving into those things is such a big deal to transformation. Um, so it's, there's a big difference between honest or, okay. So you have, you heard of, uh, what is self-talk, right? Self-talk, self-talk, you know, negative self-talk, always positive self-talk. Well, it's a very, very th fine, fine line between positive and negative self-talk and an honest assessment of who I really am. 
So I used to be like, I used to not show up for my kids. I used to not show up for my wife. I used to make promises and break them. I used to say, I'm not going to drink on Friday. I used to say all these things. And then I would fall off nine times out of 10. But I would say, you know what? Hey, uh, you know, I, I'm doing good. I would make up for it and things like that. What, when I did an honest self-assessment of myself, I was realizing what is the, the fundamental difference? Like, what do I need to do to make a change? And what I found was, like, and, and I, I've said this before, I say this all the time, in like when it comes to integrity, it's not a percentage base. It's a pass-fail in the moment. Did I keep my word pass? Did I not keep my word fail? Not, well, you know, I kept my word most of the time and I, I do my best and I'm a good man and all that bullshit BS. Like, no, no, bro. You break your word 90 times today and you kept two. That's not a percentage. That, like, I, like then we get into this gray area where like people are like, don't talk negative about yourself. I'm like, bro, I, I'm a piece of shit. Like I literally break everything I say and keep two because I think it matters. No. So I started adjusting that frequency and saying, okay, I, my goal is to keep more promises that I make either in my head or out loud than I break. And so that's a training and we always fall. What is it? We never rise to our expectations. We fall to our highest level of training. So when I started putting into like, I would be the guy who had drank a bunch of alcohol, went to the gym and posted beast mode, came back and talked to you about personal development, how to have a better relationship with you and your wife while freaking drinking a bottle of alcohol and doing a line of cocaine or something, right? Like I was the, the, the man. Once I started testing like all of the theories that I had been teaching, the, I literally found 90% of them don't work. We will fall to our highest level of training. And my highest level of training prior to that was I break my word when shit gets tough. So now things have changed significantly. I intentionally on a daily basis put that to the test. Put that to the test every single day, every single day, every single day. Hey, man, I made a, a commitment. I'm going to run a marathon. Boom. Dislocate my knee. What am I going to do? Oh, man, I hurt my knee. Yeah, talk, they hey, sign for them. Yeah, sign up for the marathon. Let's go. Yeah, talk to us about the uh, mind shift that you found yourself in the middle of that marathon. So first, to give you an idea, uh, the preparation. What is that? Perfection. It is my quote. I'm pretty proud of it. I only got like three. Um, not being able to read till I was like seven helped with this part. But uh, perfection is only found within the preparation, never in the execution. I can perfectly prepare, and when I execute, something can always go a little bad. Perfect preparation will help me adapt in regard in the event something doesn't go the way it was supposed to. So I, being a coach, practicing what I preach, and often big on the first, decided to sign up for a marathon after I had dislocated my knee prior to to keep my word, and no training for over six weeks, right? And I decided to open the map before the marathon started, like the night before. So I open it. You start at the starting rate, you starting line. You run to Hoover Dam. You run back. Oh, it's beautiful. I get there. Coldest day on, on the planet. I set a pace. I'm killing it. I'm like halfway to Hoover Dam. And I'm pulling the heels hard and taking the down slope because of my knee, right? And just bombing, bombing, bombing. Now I start realizing, man, I should have read this thing. It's 600 feet of elevation change off-road. It's a second hardest marathon. I've never run a race in my entire life. Second hardest marathon inside their circuit. I get to Hoover Dam and I'm like, bro, I know the whole started ran. I'm bombing. So I take off. I'm pulling the mirror. I'm pulling on everybody like, oh, man, like I'm God's gift to myself, dude. I get down this hill. I'm coming. I, I, there's about this like nutrition table, but I can see about four miles away is the car. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a boss, bro. 
Like, I'm going to leave it all out here. So I start going harder on that last four miles, the last two miles I'm sprinting. And you have to go down past the finish line and double back and then go down to it. So as I hit this spot, I start to double my back. My inside of my hamstrings are cramping or my, or my groin. My quads are firing. I'm like barely moving. I'm going. And I notice these people are coming out and going back out. And I'm, so I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, the track dude, I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, they're running the full marathon. It's two, two laps. And in that moment, I realized I was only halfway done. I, I did not run the full marathon at all. I ran half a marathon because I didn't pay attention to detail. And now I can barely walk. And the craziest part is you have to walk down the finish line and there's a cone. And if you're done, you go through the finish line. If you're going for the full, you have to go around the cone and back out. So I'm literally walking down. Everything in my head is telling me, you did good. You're amazing. You left it all out on the track. You, you gave it your all. And then the other side's like, what about the people? What about the people who believe in you and all that? And what about the stuff that you practice and preach? And none of those things were enough to stop me from walking through that, through that finish line and saying, hey, I'm done. Except for right five feet before I got to it, stumbling, like cramped up. My brain said, you didn't pay attention to detail, so you're going to break your word. I was like, Man. I walked around that code. I stumbled my ass popping hot shots, trying to get the cramps to stop and spent the next four plus hours on my way out to the dam and back hurting. And I finished like there was three people. I, and it's the most humbling and empowering experience. I passed all these monsters and I had everybody but three or four people pass me, pass me, pass me. I had a 14 year old young man who was about a hundred pounds wet pass me. And I was like, I was like, that's what I, there's a general cerebral palsy who was running the marathon the best he could. And if he pulled on me, I had nothing left to go. And that dude, he was amazing. Every single person was amazing. And that was my adventure in the marathon. So that was Saturday. <laughs> And uh, what a so weekend! Maybe, oh, what a weekend! You're right. I felt like I got hit by a small car. That's incredible. No, I just love the way that the the your promise and your commitment holds as much weight to you. Like we we talk about that a lot. If a man does not have his word, then what is a man? Right. And, and our ability to hold our word. But I love how honest you are with yourself. So for the guys who are watching this or listening to this, who feel stuck or they feel like they've just been caught in the same old, same old, who maybe aren't being honest with themselves. What, what message do you have for them? So if there's I would say if they're stuck, it's 100 percent because they're not being honest with themselves and justification is what gets us stuck. And if I'm justifying, then I must do exactly the opposite of what I'm thinking about justifying and doing. I will become unstuck in that space right off the bat. With men, we have this thing where we will, if we are attempting, so I don't believe in comfort, if that makes sense. To chase something that does not exist will keep me looking for something forever and comfort does not exist. In fact, the idea of comfort, the moment that I reach it will create discomfort. So if comfort does not exist and I'm attempting to create physical comfort for myself, I will create a mental discomfort inside. I know I should be doing something different, man. I know I could be doing better. The moment a man is inside of a mental state of discomfort, like a forced mental state or forced physical state of discomfort, physically, I am pushing myself. My mental discomfort goes away. I've never seen a person who I've talked to who's bench pressing their, like going for their max, ever be depressed once they get up, whether they hit it or not whether they hit or not, like they, we set a 
battle and we go after it physically and then mentally we are like at rest so if they're inside of us if you are inside of a space anyone listening you're inside of a space where you're like man like i just man i'm just not i just i could be doing more but guess what you can be doing more get up and do it your brain will shift and you'll be like man i'm moving towards something even if it's a small tiny ass little step yeah i think about uh there's a concept in aa which is when you're truthful with yourself there's growth like the moment you can be true to yourself that's when the growth happens and we can be true to ourselves but then we have to go out there and show that truth to others through action yeah so that's what i hear in your story so when it comes to leadership and feedback right everyone always thinks that has to do with what i say and like you know my result and my bank account and all these no 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 leadership and feedback literally the best feedback i can give somebody is to live my life at such a high level that they can now measure themselves and say man i can do more and if they do then guess what i've done a, a, a i've done a service if i can literally walk in and lead because i don't even have to speak and just show up in integrity every single time i will show leaders how i can give them the opportunity to see what it's like to show up as a leader that's in integrity with his word and what he says and that's that's the biggest impact i make so if i'm not living at a thousand percent then i'm doing a disservice to this planet and i knew that for 15 years and i didn't start applying until four years ago yeah what was holding you back holding me back yeah when you when you say you knew what was it that was holding you back that was so i didn't so that i so fundamentally not keeping my word was holding me back at that time though the justification that i was doing enough was what i would was allowing to creep into my life man you work hard you run a six six figure almost seven figure business you have employees you're donating twenty thousand dollars a quarter to you know charities you're doing all these things you're a good dad all that so like the justification that what i was doing was enough right now like I, I get up work hard come back tired get up work hard come back tired you get laying it off or Bro, no, like what it was, was I was called to do something different and I didn't throw it all in there because I didn't true, have a true belief that I could do it. I didn't even know what it was. I was using all the tools, all the tools, all the tools. Yeah, I wasn't like the tools aren't what builds us. It's the fundamental use of one single thing compounded over and over and over for days, weeks, months, years. That's what builds something strong. That's how the samurais built the, the samurai swords. Like what they do, they heat it up, fold the metal, beat it, put it in the water. Heat it up, fold the metal, beat it, put it in the water. For years, the best swords are heated up, folded in bins. Like that's where the best swords are. So the, the compounded use of the same technique over and over and over, right, will create something unbreakable. And that's what, that's what it was. Love it, man. Be true to yourself, hold your word, be honest with yourself, push yourself day in, day out. Just a little step above every single time. Just a little step, the little step. You'll go from walking three miles to rolling into a and running and people being like, how did you do that? The last thing I'll leave you with this is I don't want anyone to ever understand me. I don't want no one to understand. If someone understands me, that means that I'm rolling at a level that is pretty basic. I want people to look at me and be like, dude, that dude's an outlier. Like there's something, there's something wrong with him. He's built different. I want them to not understand because that means that I'm still moving on a path that's that's exceeding expectations because basic is it basic is just as bad as the worst person that's out there. That's what I feel. 
That's awesome. With that, he's out. Coach Luke, thank you for your time, brother. We I really appreciate, appreciate you it. guys, man. Call me back yeah. anytime. I love you, man. Anyone can reach out, whatever they want to do. We'll have honest or we'll only honest combos. So love you guys. Yeah, we're going to have Coach Luke and all his information uh, in the podcast link. So you'll be able to get to his social, reach out to him if you can connect with him. If you can handle it. If you can handle him. It's very simple, man. Just show up. That's all it is. And then you can watch me fight people. So this year is about fighting, like building businesses and fights. This journey will last until it lasts, and then I'll have another journey. I'll have another journey. I'll always be moving forward. So right now it's fighting. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you. Appreciate your time, brother. So if Coach Luke and anything that he said really resonated with you, um, be sure and look him up. We're going to have some of his information in the podcast notes. You'll also be able to check him out online. Uh, But as always, if this resonated with you, like it, share it on all the platforms, share it with a friend. And until next time, thank you guys.